Welcome to the 3-0 podcast. Fair warning, this episode may include talks of adult themes, bad language and football. Hello and welcome to this episode of the 3-0 podcast, the weekly wrap-up. Plenty of football for us to go through today, Europa League, Champions League, FA Cup and of course the Premier League games that have happened so far. We will also be putting aside some time today to talk about the breaking news of a European Super League, the sacking of a manager and some racism in the Dynamo Zagreb game. Hello, I am Chuck the Arsenal fan and with me today alone is Ethan the United fan. Hello, hello. I mean, yeah, it, it sounded a bit depressing, that didn't it? Just uh, I'm here alone. <laughs> well, you no know, one else to support me. No, no one else to help you. Unfortunately, Matt has had some uh, issues that we're not going to go into, but he will not be joining us today. He might join us. He might do what I did last time and and jump in in the middle of it. But we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Well, are we going to talk about um, European Super League first, then, before we get into anything? I mean. Yeah, that is the the major major news that has come out this week, isn't it? Um, it was, was it Saturday or Sunday. I think it was Sunday, wasn't it? Some point on Sunday, um, it suddenly came out that this idea that you know has been going around for a, a good couple of years about this European Super League that everyone just thought would be either a third UEFA competition or something that clubs were using as leverage to get better deals with UEFA. Um, it turns out no. It it turns out that you know massive clubs in the um, in, in England. Italy and Spain decided to say, hey, let you know, fuck your way for fuck FIFA. We don't care what anyone thinks. Let's go and create this Uber League, you know, funded by JP let, Morgan. And let's go create this Uber League where we have to do lots of traveling in, in a pandemic happening world. Yeah, exactly. It, it, exactly. The intelligence behind it's astounding. It's it's just it's, it's it's all about money, isn't it? Essentially, that's, that's what's happened is all the owners of these clubs have thought, you know, the Premier League has, has mishandled the pandemic quite badly, I think, in general. Um, and, and a lot of clubs are a bit, you know, upset with the way that the Premier League handled it and the way that the government handled the whole pandemic. And they've been upset with the way the Premier League have been handling a lot of their, you know, business anyway. And they've just thought, you know what, we can do it better. Um, apparently, it's backed by um, the bank JP Morgan. Um, surprisingly enough, which was, let's say surprisingly enough, um, the bank that Edward would start his career at, um, which was then used um, as again, again while he was at JP Morgan, he then um, facilitated the you know Glazers buyout of United, and then what? Fifteen years later, he's then creating European Super League. I don't want to say it's a coincidence, but you know this this, this whole idea might have been there since the Glazers started at United, which makes me hate them even more. So the um, teams that have decided to do this. Uh, Super League there's 12 teams in total you've got the big six from England for some reason Tottenham and Arsenal are still in there uh, Manchester yes. City Manchester United Chelsea and Liverpool with them you've also got Real Madrid Barcelona Juventus and Milan mm-hmm. and who are the other two you've got Internazionale or Inter Milan as well yeah. um, and then you've got Atletico there the we teams go. That are currently there. Um, there. There's a view for three more teams. So there's a view to 15 teams to be there by the time it starts and then five teams to be able to qualify. So I think the way it's meant to work is in the time frames when the Champions League is meant to be on, there's going to be two groups of 10. Um, and then obviously the 15 founding members, of which 12 have already been decided, um, will compete. And then five teams based on certain qualification parameters will then be allowed to compete alongside them. Um, safe to say it's not been very well received. Um, if any of you people listening... Um, checked uh, our Twitter account today uh, I posted a photo um, outside Anfield as I was walking past it this morning um, and let's say the Liverpool fans weren't best pleased um, there was a banner pretty much saying rest in peace Liverpool 
you know, the data found, I think it was like 1892 to like 2021, basically saying like, it's essentially the European Super League is a complete disgrace, which yeah, I, mean, I Klopp, don't disagree with. Jürgen Klopp has been outspoken about the Super League. He does not like the idea. No, I, I don't think a lot of players or a lot of managers really like it that much. I mean, it, this I isn't a thing him... backed by players and managers though, is it? It's backed no, by the board no. wanting money. That, that... It, it, it's the owners. It's like, like you know, and it, it, the thing that annoys me is most of the owners don't really like they don't care really, do they? Like the no, you, I'm well aware that you know the Glazers don't really care about money. Sorry, don't sorry, they definitely care about money. They don't really care about United apart from when it comes to us making money. The yeah, same, same. Monkey at Arsenal. Yeah, and um, most of them do, and um, it's just really sad. I mean, even for the like the players and the clubs themselves, like the fans of those clubs. Obviously, UEFA's came out already, and FIFA have come out and said that any clubs that do if this foot youth this Super League does form. All of the clubs who join the Super League will be banned from both domestic and international competitions. They will not be part of the Champions League. They will not be part of the uh, domestic leagues either. Um, and any that, players. I was, I was reading yeah. something uh, today that said a decision could be made on Friday for Real Madrid, Chelsea and Man City to be thrown out of this season's Champions League. Like PSG could lift the trophy by default. Well, it, it is well. Fair enough today, obviously the neutral yesterday, United have withdrawn from the, um, I think it's called like the European Conference of Football. So United have already withdrawn pretty much from um, one of the massive like European organisations. Ed Woodward has stepped down from UEFA. He was on um, UEFA's board or he was on like some sort of executive positions at UEFA. He stepped down from his roles in UEFA now. It, It doesn't look good. Apparently, from what I've seen on Twitter and from various other news sources, it was United who were the ones who sort of orchestrated this deal. And it was, again, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, the fact that it was this is being, you know, financed by JP Morgan, which is Edward Wood's old employer, sort of, you know, adds a bit of evidence to the fact that, you know, United are one of the, the main culprits in this. And Florentino Perez, Real Madrid's um, owner and president, is the head currently, the president of the European Super League. And what I didn't mention earlier as well is that our as well as clubs being banned from competitions, UEFA and FIFA both come out and said that any players who play for those clubs could also be banned from UEFA and European uh, and, and FIFA competitions that, as well, which could mean that players can't play in the Euros or the World Cup, which yeah, you know, I mean, is going to screw over England. That's just unfair, really, isn't it? Like, it's not a player's fault that they've signed a contract and now have an obligation to play. I, I don't think that's right. But, you know, take it out on the clubs and on the owners, but you, you can't take it yeah. out on the player. I think it's just, it, it, it isn't it? It, it, it? It's FIFA and UEFA's way of just, you know, it, it, it's almost like a bit of a standoff now, isn't it? It's yeah. like they're, they're playing chicken. Who's going to like, you know, blink first, essentially? Who's who's going to give up first? And Just just keep on I putting hope, the pressure on. I hope that it will lead to the European Super League not happening, but I, I've, I, I don't know. I, or at least it's, a, it's a, a very reform weird thing. in the European Super League. I, I do like that the general idea behind it to add an extra competition in because we all love a bit of competition, but the way that they're doing it is wrong. Yeah, because, yeah, I, the, the thing I don't like about it is the, well, one, the amount of money that's going to be in it. Um, apparently, the, the, the funding to start off is $6 billion, um, of which each club that joins the Super League will get a 350 million euro or $350 million. Yeah, just, just for them to package to start. In, into um, context, winning the Champions League gets you 100 million. Yeah, essentially. And the Premier League only gets you 150 to 200 million. And 350 million to start off with, with an alleged 500 million winning prize money. So if you win the Super League, I think it's the way it's going to work. It'll be two group stages, then into a, like, a court final, semi final, and then a final. Five, half a billion to win this tournament is absolute insanity. And the, the issue you've got as well is that as soon as those major clubs, if they do leave or they do this Super League, the Champions League is immediately going to lose loads of money and then even the elite leagues like the Premier League and La Liga that 
they're not going to have the bargaining power that they used to have because the the viewership, the, the hardcore fans will watch anything, but the, the fans who just turn up for the big games, like, you know, Champions League final and Champions League semifinals, they're not going to turn up for those big games because they're going to be busy watching Madrid versus you know, I don't know, not, maybe not Madrid versus Barca, but like Madrid versus Man United or, you know, um, Juventus versus Madrid for the third time in a season. Um, it's, it's a very, very weird thing that's that, that, that they've come out with. It's very bad. They, they, they've timed it almost to piss How, well, off UEFA yeah. as well. Because yeah, they, they, they timed it in. It, it, it was the day before UEFA were going to announce their new um, Champions League um, tournament that's coming out. It's not the Conference League, the new the new format of the Champions League, which I think is going to be a 36-team tournament now or a 40-team tournament. So they got in there before UEFA's announcement which you know wouldn't have gone down well and from it would be very interesting to see what happens over the next few months of whether or not they um they decide to go ahead of it and if the um you know the, 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 the organizations UEFA and FIFA actually uphold their their yeah. threat of banning people from tournaments and leagues the repercussions could be huge and we've already seen a little bit of a repercussion with Tottenham with um you know Jose Mourinho just refusing to take his players out on training ground just saying, no, we're not doing it. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it, it leads into a, a, a very, very, you know, well-publicised point that came out today of Jose Mourinho getting sacked, didn't it? Pretty much, it's, 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 it's alleged that the reason he got sacked was pretty much from refusing to bring the team out for training in, in protest over Tottenham's decision to um to, to join the UEFA Super League. I, I could very well see a lot of players... If it, if it goes ahead, I could see a lot of players and a lot of managers leaving their respective leagues um, or leaving the clubs that they're at because if you think... I don't know, like, think of someone like, I don't know, Bruno Fernandes at United. As much as Super League will benefit him financially, if he's only going to be allowed to play in the UEFA Super League, which is going to be like, what, at maximum... 15, 16 games a season. Players like that don't want to play 15. They want they want to play as many games as they want. Yeah, they want they, to play they want in be the hitting league. 50, 60 games a season, really, don't they? Exactly. And they also want to play in the World Cup and the Euros. So like as much as the Champions League is the biggest tournament, you still always want to play in a World Cup for your country. I think a lot of players are going to be turned off the fact that they won't be able to go and one play in the domestic leagues and two play in the World Cup. Especially because of the upcoming World Cup and Euros. Yeah, they'd have I mean, to go England, to, to Russia yeah. or Asia or, or South America, wouldn't they, to, to be able to play in a well Luckily, Germany and France have seen sense and have already said that their respective teams, so like Dortmund, Bayern, Leipzig, Paris Saint-Germain, have all come out, and Monaco as well, and said that they will not join the UEFA Super League. Sorry, not the UEFA Super League. It's definitely not fit. UEFA, the European Super League, they will not join it. Um, I mean, that's some sense that's come into it. I know um, a lot of Portuguese clubs as well. So Porto came out and said that they weren't going to join it either, um, which, you know, is, it, it is good that they're not going to do it. But yeah, it, it's, it's really not a good sign for you know world football in general and it's just it, it puts people further and further away from their clubs so i can't imagine if the super league's got a six billion pound pot for funding you, you ain't getting 40 pound seats here you're not, you're not gonna get your 40 pound tickets to a game you're gonna be looking at the high-end champions league final games most of those games you're paying the upwards of vanity at least which just really closes it down for the average fan um and you're also yeah. going to see bt virgin sky all doing pay-per-view packages on these games you know all trying to to rinse people out. i mean they was it was it bt who did 15 quid for burnley versus brighton yeah i think it was bt and sky when um the pandemic first hit they um trialed paying 15 pound a game until they realized nobody watched it no like for, for, if, if there's a big game like arsenal united I, I think people would pay that money for but burnley brighton it's a fiver at most i think the argument m- 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 most people made wasn't it is that I pay 40 to 50 quid to go and see my team play on like a match day, but that's in a stadium. Why do I pay 15 quid to go and see any game on TV with no fans in there, no atmosphere? Yeah. Um, I, I'm hoping what will happen is even if it does go ahead, I think for what I can see on most online presences, um, 
most fans are going to boycott it. And if fans boycott it um, and they boycott it properly, like with the um, Premier League trying to, you know, make clubs pay during the pandemic for pay-per-view games, um, if, they, if they, you know, boycott the league and the money's not there, because again, the money comes from the fans watching it and the sponsorship deals. If it gets enough press and no one watches it, then hopefully the idea will, you know, will it's cease allowed. to exist. But, but you know, in who knows? It's, it's it's a very it's a very it's very, it's very up sad and down. time for you. Yeah. We yeah. we might probably gonna go more into it in our upcoming episode. You know, really, Maybe, really yeah. delve deep, but we we haven't decided yet. We're we're all very depressed at this notion. I don't know a single yeah. football fan who's not upset. And it's and it, it, again for, for anyone watching this is a very very new thing. So there's bound to be more updates later on in the week. And even if we don't do a full point on it on our Thursday podcast, there's probably a 95% chance that we'll reference um, the Super League anyway because there'll be more announcements from clubs and um, you know national yeah. affiliations Th- this then. is this is the biggest biggest change that's happened in in my and Ethan's footballing life really but so we're... It's, it's essentially the, the, the biggest change since the, the, the Premier League sort of became separate from the Football League um, and everyone knows how you know on. Un- unpopular that was this is even worse but look how arguably. successful the premier league oh oh that that's thrown up in the air isn't Ethan? the premier league arguably arguably has been incredibly successful so it's very successful but the premier league also has promotion and relegation yeah true. the super league doesn't the, the super league like, the super league is just arsenal. glorified friendlies it's, it's the I don't want to bully Arsenal too much on this pod but you, it, it, it's it, it's inevitable with um about podcasts but um arsenal We'll get to it later. Drew one all against Fulham and are currently ninth in the Premier League. Imagine them just being unable to leave this Super League. Like clubs could, in theory, get relegated from the Premier League and still be in the Super League. And then how can you class that as an elite, an elite club? Yeah, it's yeah. all based on the money they make rather than actual, you know, the quality of the teams that are there. And sometimes, which that's the saying. issue fans are having. This this Super League is about money and not about the football, yeah. and it's it's awful. It is. It is. Anyway, um, on to the. Oh, is this something I just wanted to say, Chuck, before we move on to a bit more about Jose? No, no, we, we can move on to a little bit more about Jose now. Yeah, so um, as Chuck mentioned earlier, Jose Mourinho uh, un- unfortunately lost. I say unfortunate. Um, it's unfortunate in the manner in which he went out, um, but he he did lose his job. I don't want to say I told you so, um, but, you know, I, I told we, you so. We I, did. We did yeah. tell you so. <laughs> I, I couldn't see him getting sacked as early as this. I think definitely the Super League is what, you know, nudged Tottenham over the line. Um. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense for them to sack him before the Carabao Cup final, which is you know coming this weekend. Um, but they did. Um, you know, if you take the Super League out of it, it makes sense to a point. I mean, Tottenham are worse off, I'd say, than they were under Poch. Um, he's got the worst win percentage out of every manager who's part of this elite top six, including actually Arteta. Arteta's got a slightly better win percentage than Mourinho. Oh, um, that's good. This season. I'm happy with that. Arteta better than Mourinho. I mean, it, it's by fourteen. Sorry, by by point one four percent, but it's still point one four percent better. Yeah, yeah, it's better. Um, it's it's a higher number. That's what that is. Yeah, just just looking at the win percentages of the Premier League managers currently, Klopp's on fifty eight point eight. Pep's on 73.24, which is madness. Oli, surprised he's on 57.04. So Oli's in the high 50s. Uh, I've put in Tuchel here, but I don't think it's really fair to include him in depth because he had so few games, but Tuchel's on 68.42. Uh, Lampard is on 52.4%, and then Arteta's on 51.28, um, compared to Mourinho's 51.16. So he had the worst win percentage. Um, he's not won any trophies, which is obviously what Spurs got them in there for. And his football is just boring he plays he's his managerial style hasn't changed since he since he had Chelsea and it's yeah. boring football nobody likes I mean, watching you, it yeah if you like like I, like, like I mentioned they haven't won anything their football's terrible of the last 12 games I looked at a form table for the Premier League they're the 18th they're the 18th on form currently so 
of all Premier League clubs, they are pretty much on relegation form at the moment in terms of the points picked up. I think they picked up um, 11 or 12 points in 12 games, which is really poor for a side that's meant to be top six. They got knocked out of the Europa League Dynamo Zagreb. You know, they, they're just not very good. And I don't think Jose is going to improve them at all. Um, maybe this is the reason why Levy wanted to go into European Super League. Is the only way that he, he could have got the money to improve this Spurs squad? Is this 350 million quid that they're going to get from joining the Super League? Um, but Jose, in fair to, fair, fairness to Jose, um, sorry, Jose, 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 um, as much as I don't, 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 like him, don't like him as a manager, and as much as I hated him when he was at United, fair play for him for taking a stance and um, almost falling on his sword, doesn't he? Pretty much. I admire him. I, I do admire him for taking a stance yeah. and using what influence he has to, to say, no, this is a bad idea. And Daniel the the absolute madman that he is has just got got green eyes at the moment green dollar signs in his eyes exactly exactly um the final point we're going to go on to just before we go on to the actual games um i just wanted to make a quick mention about the um uefa's um decision to ban andre cadella uh, from Slavia Prague. Um, for anyone who's not aware, um, Cadella was alleged to have racially abused Glenn Kamara, which then UEFA found him guilty of. Um, it was during the um, Prague uh, Rangers game. Um, he allegedly called, well, say allegedly, it's been proved that he called him, um, I think he called him a monkey. Again, an absolutely horrible word to go and use for um, someone of Glenn Kamara's ethnicity. Um, racism itself has no place in football, I think both myself and you Chuck both agree on that point for sure racism has no place anywhere let alone football yeah exactly exactly um and then apparently afterwards in the tunnel Glenn Kamara um physically assaulted or uh, assaulted in general um Cadella UEFA came out and has banned Cadella for 10 games um which includes uh the you know the Euros in the summer includes national games and then Glenn Kamara has been banned for three games uh, for the assault that happened in the tunnel. Personally, um, I don't think it's enough from UEFA at all. Um, a 10-game ban, which is, you know, if you if you think of 10 games, maybe not in the, um, in the you know, the, the, the Czech League, but if you look in the Premier League, 10 games can be done in a week and a half, two, sorry, not a week and a half, sorry, in a, in a month and a half, two months, you can get 10 games done, can't you? And a month or two month ban for racially abusing someone when it's, I personally think that it should either be a serious ban of six months to a year minimum, or um, I, I, I heard actually um, one of the um, founders and leaders of the Kick It Out campaign um, said that instead of having bans for set time periods, have a ban in place until certain parameters are met around education. So instead of being banned for a year, be banned until the player can demonstrate that they've showed remorse or you know have actively tried to seek education on race matters. What about a combination of the two? Like, Obviously, they need yeah. to be re-educated, but I do think that having, uh, I think it should be a ban till the end of the season. No, yeah, in- I mean, I'd say more than that because the end of the season's only what the month, like two months away. Yeah, but but in- um, in- including you know, the World Cup until the start of the new season, like all I, of it. I think I think that's that's what it's going to encompass. I think ten games yeah. will take him out of the world, of the Euros, but I, d- I don't think it's enough. Honestly, ten like ten games is nothing. It's you're essentially saying that racial abuse is more acceptable than like biting m- someone. Mo- most acts, but, but, but like biting someone, you're saying that you know biting someone in a Premier League game is more acceptable than, um, sorry, it's worse, sorry, than racially abusing someone on a football pitch. When it should be the same. Yeah, they, they yeah, should, they, any they should sort carry of the same weight. Any sort of assault or abuse that happens on a football pitch that is in any way either discriminatory or racist or sexist or homophobic should be, I personally think, a six-month ban minimum. But it's the only way you're going you're gonna to get um, any sort of action on it. Also, shame on Slavia Prague. 
um, as a club to, to basically come out and accuse Rangers of lying um, and accuse everyone of lying and, you know, saying that Cadella's innocent, Cadella's innocent, he's done nothing wrong. I think the club themselves should also face some sort of ban, whether it be promoted for competitions or some sort of fine. You know, I, I get you support your players, but Liv made the mistake with Suarez, which is, you know, came back to bite them in the ass quite badly. Um, and I think they were, you, you can't just target players, you just target, you know, the culture in, in, in general. And yeah, I... I, I, I don't personally think it was enough and I don't think they've, they've done enough but you know I can't see a way for taking a proper stance on it anyway because if you wait for do take a stance and say they've got a six month to a year ban it almost you know you wait for then have to admit they've got a problem with uh, racism in the game which I, I don't think they want to do no I don't want to accept that even though we've got people still taking the knee still making stances against it but they're not accepting that there is still racism in the game yeah it's it, 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 it's been quite sad sad week in general for football which is you know it's not what we really wanted to see um, we'll we'll get to it later because there's quite a poignant moment in the um, Arsenal Slavia Prague game in the in the Europa League where the um, Slavia team decided to not um, take the knee um, which you know I, I couldn't think of anything more distasteful after your players have been banned for 10 games of racism to then you know completely ignore the anti-racism demonstration that's been taking part take, sorry, taking part but fair play for the Arsenal team all took the knee uh, with Lacazette stood on his own in the centre circle facing the um, Prague team I thought it was a really um, you know courageous moment from Arsenal and I won't give them too much credit on this podcast but you know fair, fair play for the entire Arsenal team for making a stand against uh, Slavia Prague fired them up for the game too it did it did but Anyway, on, on to the actual football. Um, yeah, now. we're, we're, we're going to go for a short break and then yes. we're going to finally get into these football games. Do you love listening to podcasts but hate ads getting in the way? Why not consider subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash the 3-0 podcast or follow us on buymeacoffee.com slash the 3-0 podcast. These will get you access to an ad-free version of the pod as well as early access. Hello guys, Connor here from the Bundle YouTube channel. We are not only a podcast, but a source of your entertainment too. Here's a quick insight of when one of our members thought that the moon was actually bigger than the earth. Roxby being like, yeah, it's mad. Like that is, That's bigger than the earth, isn't it? Oh, me and George just... Oh, <laughs> oh no. That time when we remember Gordon Ramsay screaming and made one of his chefs into an actual idiot sandwich. Idiots. An idiot sandwich. And lastly, when in school, we go back and touch on the most memorable moments. I need to get to my lesson, whatever. You're on the wrong side, doesn't oh, matter. No. And he goes, yeah. you yeah, he gets there and you go, oh no, you gotta go all the way around. <laughs> turn around, turn around. You can find us all on The Bundle on YouTube or find us on Instagram, which is at the underscore bundle underscore, Twitter at the bundle underscore underscore, Facebook, which is The Bundle Podcast, and finally TikTok at The Bundle underscore. Are you or your company looking for someone to help get your name out? To get your product known to as many people as possible, then why not get in contact with us, the Free Nil Podcast, through our email, freenilpodcast at gmail.com, and you can have your ad in this part of our podcast. (laughs) 
Hello there and welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that break and we are going to start off the Champions League game. So we're going to start with Real Madrid-Liverpool and it was a, well, it was nil-nil between the two sides. Real Madrid going through 3-1 winners. Liverpool just didn't really take their chances. Yeah, it was weird from Liverpool's point of view. they It's, it's sort of indicative of, of the problem they've had all season, isn't it? Of their, their front, well, I mean, their entire team's not performing up to standard, but their front three... Maybe Bar Salah, who's been, you know, still scoring at the rate he normally does. Firmino and Mane, who started this game. Weird with them starting with Jota on the bench, but they did. Um, it just proves that those two are nowhere near the level they were 18 months ago. No, I, like, I do think they, they've lost quite a lot of everything. Firmino seems to be lazier than ever, and Mane just, he, he isn't hitting full stride this season. No, Madrid had a very, very comfortable game. I think Arsenal, sorry, Liverpool didn't really didn't really make them even have to like think most of the game. I mean, yeah, Liverpool's the few main they had, tactics, they were their main tactics was just running down the wing with the fullbacks and putting crosses in, which, you know, Nacho and oh, who's the other centre-back? Ed de Militao. Militao, yeah. Nacho and Militao just headed away with ease, you know, and you had Casemiro just dominating the middle of the park. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, I heard some Liverpool fans saying that um, Trent had a really good game and I went, well, I, all I saw is every time we got the ball, he just whipped the ball into the box. We've got no aerial presence in there. Like, what's the point of whipping deep crosses into Salah, Firmino and Mane? Yeah, they've not it's, got a Ricky it's... Lambert. No, that's what they need. And they, they need Ricky Lambert back. They need Ricky <laughs> Lambert and Christian Benteke and they might have gone through in this game. Andy Carroll, get Andy Carroll. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Imagine, I don't want to make too much of a light point about this, but imagine Andy Carroll with Robertson and Trent as fullbacks. I reckon he'd score at least 10, 15 goals for this Liverpool team currently. No, oh, I think he just would, him, yeah. Yeah, just whipping balls into his noggin. Um, one thing I do want to mention as well, just on this game, um, you know, Liverpool fans um, decided to, for not for the first time, attack a team's coach who um, went to the stadium. They um, threw bottles uh, at the coach and broke one of the windows. Which did, so uh, Liverpool did condemn their fans for doing that. Um, just, just an open message to um, Liverpool fans who decide to throw things at buses don't like just stop being stupid idiots when the, when team buses arrive you know give them all the, the the shit you want verbally but don't throw projectiles at the bus I thought it was something you taught when you were a child not to throw things at moving cars but you know yeah, the, the, I'm not going to say anything actually I don't want to we've already alienated enough people we don't want to alienate the entire Liverpool well, yeah. fandom I mean in fairness I'm currently in Liverpool so you know I don't want to like upset too many Liverpool fans but um, I get I, I understand the point is it's most Liverpool fans won't do this but the, the few that do just you know sort yourself out have some <laughs> stop have some that buffers. Have some respect for football. Exactly. Have some bloody decorum. <laughs> anyway, what 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 game have you got next, Chuck? Uh, let's let's talk about Chelsea Porto because it was nil one to Porto, and I think Porto's goal should be goal of the season in the Champions League. Oh, it was bloody beautiful. I it, I love myself a bicycle kick, don't you? Yeah, I do love a bicycle kick. And Tarimi, isn't he? He's in his thirties now, isn't he? Is he? I don't even know. I, I, I couldn't tell you how old he is. Let me do a quick Google of this. Oh, while, please do, because I'm pretty sure he's. Why you talk about the goal? I think he's a slightly older player. But it was a crossing from the right hand side, and he just gets up high in the air and bices it in the in the ninety third minute. Twenty eight, about to go to on twenty nine. Okay, so, so is it? He's in the I mean, prime. He's in his prime. But... Yeah, yeah. He, he just he just flew in the air. Um, I mean, it was like the, the extra time, like you know. Chelsea have managed the game pretty well to this point. They're a professional, if not, you know, exciting to watch. Um, and there wasn't really many chances in the game. I thought Porto defended really well. Um, and Chelsea just didn't really have that, have that cutting edge and 
And then, yeah, Terry Me decides to just, you know, roll back the ears with a fucking bicycle kick out of nowhere. Like, it was, it was almost like, you know, a bit like Gareth Bale's one or Ronaldo's one in the Champions League. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love it. Yeah, might be one we talk about for a long time. But apart from that, Chelsea go through 2-1 on aggregates. Uh, they will be facing Real Madrid, who beat Liverpool. Interesting game. I yeah. can't tell you who's going to win because both of them seem pretty evenly matched at the moment. Um, I, I know Madrid a bunch is... of the Chelsea fans want to send Eden Hazard his favourite chocolates before the game. Oh, yeah. I know Matt, who obviously can't make it today, was very wary of Hazard coming back and having his first good game in a Madrid shirt in about two years against Chelsea and knocking them out in the semi-finals. which, you know, it almost seems like the uh, script's written for that, doesn't it? Yeah, it <laughs> Just, does. you know, Hazard's first start in about a year, comes out, does an absolute world beater and ruins... Chelsea's chances scores a hat trick over the two games uh, um, yeah Porto ended up winning the, um, the the game but Chelsea won the tie and go through yeah that's the main thing and uh, we'll talk about Man City Dortmund 2-1 to Manchester City they went through 4-2 Jude Bellingham's bloody good didn't he, he really is 19 yeah 17 17 years old oh. he's, he's not 18 till June he's like 17 years old and he's I'd say he's the standout performer across the two legs of this game. So of this game, I think he's the best player in both like him and Foden um, and maybe De Bruyne. But in terms of like youngsters, he, he was Dortmund's best player in both games. And he's 17 years old being the best player in a court, Champions League quarterfinal. It's, yeah, you know, I, it's absolutely I did mad. feel like Haaland was a little bit quiet over the two legs. Maybe Ruben Diaz, apart from being pushed over once, kept him... Um, I mean, Harlan got an assist and was involved in Bellingham's goal. Like his whole up play resulted in Bellingham's goal. But um, yeah, Harlan's not—he's not not really the type of striker to create a goal out of nothing himself. He's more one that you know relies on service. <laughs> Dortmund this season have offered him not much in terms of service, um, which obviously has been shown. But the um, service he does get, he does finish, and he does finish it when he. Yeah, and he's given a good a good chance. Yeah, I, th- I think him playing against Manchester City and seeing the the top quality that is mm. the Premier League. I think it it could bring him. It could, and I'd love it too. Just to, to yeah. I mean, he's going to go to uh, the Super League anyway, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. If you go into the Super League, so I mean. Well, I say it doesn't matter. I mean, we're both in the Super League as well. So it's like Haaland destroying us on a Wednesday night in the European Super League rather than oh, in the Premier League. But... That's going to be great. I can't wait. Um, also, I always want to ask Emre Chan, what on God's earth are you doing? <laughs> what, who, what, who taught you to head a ball? Yeah, because he's... that was absolutely... Fu- like, I saw it first and I went, oh, like it's came off of his head. Like That can't be a handball. And then you watch it again and you see the fact that he literally almost did like... It was like an elephant almost, wasn't it? Like he sort of headed the ball into like the elephant's trunk as he was doing it. Yeah, it just just, just in case the ball does miss his head, he's got his arm there. And it, it's exactly against the new rules that have been implemented. I think there's the fourth or fifth yeah. change the handball rules. It's not a handball because it's come off his head before hitting his arm. I think the only yeah. reason it was given is because it was so blatantly, blatantly exactly. on purpose. It, it, it was so, you, you could see it. As soon as he flicked his arm out that far and arms in that much of an unnatural position, no referee is gonna, in their world is going to go and say, oh, that's not a handball when you're literally arms outstretched in front of you as you're bending down forwards to head a ball. Like you've literally elongated your body by about another foot. Well, maybe not a foot, but you know, by, by, by quite a lot. And it, yeah, it, it, it's just stupid from him, especially... Because at the time, Dortmund were going through and away goals at the time. Like Dortmund scored the goal. They were going through and away goals. And then Chan decides the 55th minute to go and just ruin any chances Dortmund have. Yeah, and um, Mares making sure that penalty went in. Like He, he was not messing I mean, about. I mean, Man City struggle for penalty takers. Apparently not anymore. Because yeah, as he said, he leathered that one into the back of the net. He yeah. was not taking no for an answer. Joel was worried. I was uh, speaking to was Joel. He? Yeah, and he was like, yeah. oh, no, why is Mares stepping up? Well, he, 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 he didn't fuck it up. I can tell him that. Um, 
also Phil Foden. The, the, the goalkeeper should do better for that. But I love seeing balls when they're hit that well. You know, when they just literally just go straight. Yeah. There's no movement. It literally is just no back lift. It's just straightforward. And I was like, only a I couple inches a, off the ground. So exactly. it's, it's like I, it's like skimming the top of the blades of grass. There was a, I can't remember the pundit who said it, but one of the pundits were like, that's natural talent. You, you can't teach that. Being able to hit a ball that well, like in that position, is just natural talent. Just, and... There's so much good youth coming up in football at the moment. There's so much good. Can we not ruin it, please? Especially for England. Imagine that. Bellingham, I mean, it's, it, I mean, it, in fairness for England, you know, if the Super League does go through and most England team are banned because they play at most top six clubs, Jude Bellingham's at Dortmund. Dortmund aren't part of the Super League. Bellingham's going to lead us to World Cup glory and European what glory. What about Jesse Lingard? Jesse Lingard will um, will help out. Jay Lings can do it as well with Declan Rice, those sort of players, as long as they don't leave in the summer. I mean, Lingard's going back to United, so I don't, think be, I don't know if he'll be allowed. But, um, uh, he'll be sold. Declan Rice he won't, United he well. won't play for United again, I don't think. Maybe not. Um, but yeah, fair play to City. He went through 4-1 to an aggregate and they are playing um, PSG, which is the next game. Yes. So the PSG game was 1-0 to Bayern Munich, actually. 3-1 aggregate with PSG going through on a way goal. Yeah, I, I I watched this game. Um, it honestly, the the two legs of PSG and Bayern have probably been the two most entertaining games I've seen this season. They are so open, both teams. Like they literally just go gung ho at each other and not care about the actual result. I mean, the first half was pretty much. Apart from the goal that Bayern scored, I'd say against the one I play, PSG were getting behind that Bayern defence time and time again. But they just lacked any sort of finish. Didn't have their like shooting Neymar boots hit, on. Neymar hit the crossbar and Bappe had missed a few chances. Neuer was excellent. Um, and yeah, like it's beautiful to watch though. Like the, the, the interplay between Di Maria and Neymar and Bappe at times is like literally poetry in motion. Um, I, I felt a bit sorry in the second half for, um, for a few of the, 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 the Dortmund, I say Dortmund players, the Bayern players. Um, Leroy Sane um, pretty much had the entire right hand side of the pitch. You know, his, his right wing, he was against the left back. And every time he beat the left back, I've never seen a player have such a lack of awareness to then fuck up his final pass. I think every time Sane beat his left back and got into the box, he fucked up the pass. To the point where I think Thomas Muller was about to cry because the amount of times he was in space that, Mar- that Sane either shot or just passed behind him or just smashed across across the front pace. I, pace was, I think something. that was the thing that, that made him uh, be sold by Manchester City is that his final ball isn't quite what it needs to be. Yeah, it's, it's, it's had a real lack of, you know, intelligence in that final third. And I mean, Coman wasn't brilliant either, but Sane just stood out to me as a player that every time he got in a good position, he just did the, he made, he made the wrong decision. And yeah, there's about three chances where Muller was like, just pass me the fucking ball and I'll put it in the back of the net. Like Thomas Muller is a brilliant finisher and he can create space out of nothing. Like he's not the best dribbler in the world. Yeah, I, I think the only thing he has to his game is finishing. Would, and, would these yeah, games have gone differently with Lewandowski, do we think? Yes, I'd say that Bayern would have gone through with Lewandowski because he's... that. There's a few chances where the ball would bounce around in the PSG box from a Bayern set piece or like a Bayern movement. Or like where Sane would play a ball into like Chupamo Ting and it'd like play a play a slight dodgy ball into his feet and Chupamo Ting would like take a dodgy touch and it would go out of his feet. That's where Lewandowski would show his world class quality and somehow find a way. And especially if it finished three all on aggregate, I think with Lewandowski in that team, Bayern would have found one more goal. Honestly, I think they'd have found the one more goal. Yeah. It, oh, it's a shame. It's a real shame that he got injured. But it is after then, all, yeah, that, uh, yeah, that's how football is sometimes. Like, like you mentioned, the, the final PSG versus Man City will be a very interesting game. Um, it's, oh, I, it's weird. I, I don't know how to feel. I, I, I'm happy that it's going to go ahead because we've been an amazing game of football. But I'm also sad because it's the two, um, like you know, you, like Ar- Arab states that you know like to do dodgy things and sports wash their yeah, their, it, um, it's, their clubs. it's 
it's the two um, FFP, you know, break, rule breakers up against each other with like such an um, su- two really amazing squads. I, it could be a goal fest. I think it might be honestly um i think both of the teams their worst attribute is that their defense maybe i mean man city's defense is a lot more solid than it was but both teams were like more like free-flowing attacking teams it will either be a higher scoring game or one nil game there'll be no in between i think it'll be like it'll either be like a three or four nil across two legs or it'll be a one nil um and and hopefully it's the former because that's what i want to see is goals 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 and more goals we all want to see that really don't we we do definitely so though the first leg of those two games round with chelsea is going to be happening on the 27th of april and then psg Mm -hmm. man city uh the day after on the 28th of april that's if they go ahead we will have to wait till friday to see be very interesting to see what the outcome of UEFA's decision is. Um, yeah. Moving on to the um, Europa League now. Um, I'm going to start off with the United game if that's all right, Chuck. Yeah, um, yeah, go ahead. I know you've got some very um, important things to say about the United game. Yeah, um, this is one main moment I want to say is um, why do referees suddenly hate us this season? They are just... The, the past month we've won these games luckily but I've seen so many referees make absolutely terrible decisions against us. I'm starting to feel like there's some sort of like conspiracy going on. It, th- like there genuinely? is a conspiracy. It, it's starting to come back. You know how, you know, in, in the past 20 years or so, United <sighs> have been getting all the decisions I'm ever. I'm, I'm bored of it now. Come on, like, you know. <laughs> you're, you're bored yeah. of it being So Alex Ferguson might have bribed some referees. It's all right. You know, who didn't bribe anyone? Qatar bribed their way to a World Cup. Everyone bribes everyone. But the most, okay, this is the most farcical thing I think I've seen out of all of them. Like, as much as the, the, the Son thing annoyed me last week, at least I can say, do you know what? Anywhere else in the pitch, that would have been a foul. I'll I'll get it. I can see why that's a foul. Pogba gets the ball in the middle of the pitch. Three Granada players at various points try to rugby tackle him in various ways to the ground. Pogba rides two of the challenges. And on the third one, his arm catches a Granada player near the face. But it's more like chest face area. So then that one, Pogba then finally goes down as he catches someone and then gets caught underneath again. And then the referee doesn't give any Granada player who's tried to rugby tackle Pogba to the ground a card and gives Pogba a yellow. Like, how can you get away with rugby tackling a footballer to the ground and not getting a yellow card and then yellow card the player who's been fouled three times in a row? It's because he stayed on his feet, obviously. You can't can't stay on your feet in this this modern day game. This This is what annoys me, yeah? They always, like, we rinse footballers, don't we, for, like, going down too early. Pogba's one of those players who won't go down unless he's in the penalty box, but... And anywhere else in the pitch, he will not go down because he's that strong. And he gets a yellow for not diving. It's absolutely fine. I thought it was it was mental. I mean, Pogba was running that game. Um, you know, it was absolutely amazing. Um, you know, the the goal that he pretty much um set up was was really really good. Um, um, but yeah, the second half we just sort of died off after that. Um, because I really Pog- do find it amazing that you you've won the game two nil. You won the last game against them two nil. And you're complaining yeah. about the games. It's because it's, it's because it happens every week. If we don't have a game where a referee doesn't try and intentionally ruin the game for us, I'll be all right. But it's just, it, it was the fact that it basically ruined the game for United because as soon as Pogba got yellow, you know, his level had to drop, he had to drop his level slightly or like drop the edge that he had for fear of another yellow. And then he was taken off at halftime. And as soon as Pogba was taken off, the game sort of just, fizzled out and we we scored a 92nd minute goal but that was an own goal by um Vallejo um at Granada but I mean I'm, I'm not complaining in that sense we went through we, you know we're in another semi-final and we won the game but the referees hate United and I'm genuinely getting more and more pissed off each game we play in. I, I love it I love it when United get what, what they've had coming to them for a while well I mean yeah I know maybe it's fair but 
referees are shit. Referees <laughs> are shit. Because if I can now go into the Arsenal game. Yeah. So Arsenal 4, Slavia Braha 0. I... I don't understand why the offside rule is so stringent. I really don't get yeah. it. When when your toenail, your, your your little bit of the top of your boot is offside, it's like how does that little inch, inch and oh, a half? Poor Danny Ceballos, eh? Poor Danny Ceballos. He could have scored his goal. I oh, know that 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 was the Premier League game. We we it was um Emil Smith Rowe in against Praha. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I'm getting it mixed up now. I must have seen so many offside goals that weren't goals or were goals and God knows yeah. what. But yeah, um, apart, apart from that, we um scored three goals in the first 25 minutes, which for Arsenal is a blessing because the first 20 minutes of our games are usually awful. Like we usually don't do anything in the first 20 minutes. Yeah. We knew we could beat them and it really was an emphatic victory. I'm, this is probably going to make me vomit a little bit, but I like Xhaka at left back. He, I'll, 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 I'll say this, and I don't say it very often, Chuck. Arsenal played well. They did. You were good. We were. We were Take genuine... it now because <laughs> when we get to the um, review of the Premier League, I won't be saying that. But no, in this game... I will I. Yeah, in you this were game, good. We, we, we took our chances. We, we scored some magnificent goals, really. Lacazette was really good again, um, especially, you know, to go and throw it in the faces of the racists as well. Yeah. I'm sure Lacazette loved that even more, the fact that Prong did their anti, you know, taking the knee. And then yeah, I mean, Lacazette I'll, went, fuck you, I've scored brace. Our, our goal scorers were Lacazette, Saka and Pepe. And, you know, Slavia Praha must be really hating themselves to let those three score. Oh, they've they, 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 they probably been absolutely fuming. Um, I don't want to point out one thing of the Slavia Prague players. Um, why did they have um, a discounted pet check playing in goal? Yeah, so... Do you, uh, see, this, uh, do you it, see this bloke? Yeah, yeah. So he does wear the, the goalkeeper helmet is because he had a head injury and he actually states that he thinks all players, outfield and goalkeeper, should wear them to help prevent concussion. It probably makes sense, but I just for a second thought that Petacek came out of retirement and was playing in um, playing for Slavia Prague. Just, just to try and knock he, he's, wearing out. A, he's wearing a face mask. As well. I think he, he must have like broken his nose. Because he, he had the, um, you know, like, almost like the... Um, oh, the Ed, it? Like, the Edison. Um, Edison had one, didn't they? Yeah, well... I was going to compare him to Zorro, but yeah, that's the same sort of thing, isn't it? The mask of Zorro. <laughs> the mask of Zorro. Uh, I, I, I think they're two different. Maybe. Is there? But um, but yeah, it it, it, it it was quite funny um seeing them. But yeah, Arsenal were amazing, and um, it'll be very interesting because it, it looks like it's going to be set up for an Arsenal United final, isn't it? Oh, it does look that way, but unfortunately, Arsenal do have to get through Unai Emery's Villarreal, who went through. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, VRL beat Zagreb 2-1, um, winning 3-1 on aggregate. Yeah. And then Roma drew one all against Ajax, going through 3-2 on aggregate. It, it's just set up, isn't it, for Villarreal to beat you, isn't it? <laughs> Unai Emery to get his revenge. It's, it's but, The writing's on the wall. Almost, the same way it? Real Madrid will beat Chelsea because of Hazard, Villarreal will yeah. beat Arsenal because of Unai Emery. He's going to he's gonna become a player manager. He's going to come on and score a, a 93rd minute header. You know, the only thing that would be worse is if Santi Cazorla was still at Villarreal because he, oh, he left no, in the summer. That, if if Santi would... was there and, and he'd have beaten you. That would have broken my heart because I love Santi. I love him as a player. And he probably would have cried. We would have seen a little cry, I'm sure. Yeah, you never know. Hopefully, United beat Roma as well. Um, it's a weird tie um, for United because it's probably the one we'd have wanted, maybe. Um, if we can get Roma out of the way, we've then got an easier route to the final. Maybe, well, it's not an easier final, but a slightly less difficult final. But um, Roma yeah. have got Edin Dzeko, who used to love scoring against us. So yeah. and, and Mikatarian. Edin Dzeko and Mikatarian and Edin Dzeko. You um you've got some both the big Italian teams this 
knockout stage, haven't you? Yeah, we played AC Milan and now playing Roma. We've had a pretty tough go of it. To be fair, apart from Granada, we've had a pretty tough go of the um, Champions League. We've, we've played PSG, Leipzig. Um, I mean, Istanbul was actually here, aren't they? Brilliant. But then we played Milan, um, Granada, and now Roma. And then we could play one of Villarreal or Arsenal in the final. I mean, if we win this. Fair play to the team. I mean, we have to win this. I, 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 okay. I'm still of the opinion that I still want Oli to, um, you know, win a trophy this season. Um, but I understand if he doesn't, um, and we still finish comfortably seconds, and we get to the final of the Europa League, I might forgive him and give him another season. I think. Yeah, yeah. Just to get to the final, or do you, do you need to win the final? I think if he if he gets to the final, a final of the Europa League, and second place in the league comfortably with recruitment in the summer. Um, then I think Oli should stay oh, but, another season. What happens if you get to the final and lose against Arsenal? Will that will that mar it? Um, then, that our, then our entire team should be um, have their contracts immediately dissolved, um, <laughs> and they should never be allowed to pick up again. Oh, that's what I want. That's what I want. I want Arsenal. To, <laughs> I want it to be a really cagey game between Arsenal and Villarreal. I want Arsenal just to get through for them to realise right, we actually need to step our game up. Yeah. Because if we just walk through like two nil both games, we're we're gonna have the wrong mentality going in against a, a United that we've taken four points off of this Premier League campaign. Well, you have done. I mean, you, you beat us and then drew against us, but you beat us when we were really shit at the start of the season. And then I think the draw was nil nil, but we just couldn't put up chances where I think United could. In the, yeah, we, in the, um, we played you in the draw. It was it was a one nil where Lacazette scored a penalty, wasn't it? Yeah. Or was it Albo who scored the penalty? One the two. One 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 of the two players. You know. But um, yeah, I think that's going to end it for the Europa League stuff. And I think we'll go into the break now and we'll come back with... Yeah, I'll, the, I'll um... just, just let them know that the Manchester United-Roma game will be on Thursday, 29th of April. And the Villarreal-Arsenal yep. game on the same day, at the same time. Watch that one on Thursday, 29th of <laughs> April. Yeah, we'll go into a break and we'll see you in a second. Do you love listening to podcasts but hate ads getting in the way? Why not consider subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash the 3-0 podcast or follow us on buymeacoffee.com slash a 3-0 podcast. These will get you access to an ad-free version of the pod as well as early access. Hello guys, Connor here from the Bundle YouTube channel. We are not only a podcast but a source of your entertainment too. Here's a quick insight of when one of our members thought that the moon was actually bigger than the earth. Roxby being like, yeah, it's mad. Like that is that's bigger than the earth, isn't it? Oh, me and George just. Oh, <laughs> oh, that time when we remember Gordon Ramsay screaming and made one of his chefs into an actual idiot sandwich. Idiots. An idiot. Violation on that. And lastly, when in school, we go back and touch on the most memorable moments. I need to get to my lesson, whatever. You're on the wrong side, doesn't oh, matter. No. And he goes, yeah. you yeah, he gets there and you go, oh no, you've got to go all the way around. <laughs> turn you around, door, turn you around. You can find us all on The Bundle on YouTube or find us on Instagram, which is at the underscore bundle underscore. Twitter at the bundle underscore underscore facebook which is the bundle podcast and finally tiktok at the bundle underscore are you or your company looking for someone to help get your name out to get your product known to as many people as possible then why not get in contact with us the free nil podcast through our email 3nilpodcast at gmail.com and you can have your ad in this part of our podcast.
Hello and welcome back. Let's get into the FA Cup games, the two semi-finals. We're going to start with Leicester City 1, Southampton 0. Ethan, did you watch the game? Uh, surprisingly enough, no. I was um, in a car on the way to Liverpool, but yeah. um, I, did, I, I, I did see the highlights of it. Um, it's great to see fans back in the stadiums. There was 4,000 fans um, in oh, the ground there? for this game. We had actual fans yeah. there. Ooh. there I mean, the, the fans were only from the surrounding areas and they were neutral fans, oh. um, but I think... I, but I think a few lesser fans got in there. Obviously, um, well, yeah, you, you're going to just say, look, uh, yeah, I'm a neutral fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go but, in there um, wearing your full Leicester gear, with your Leicester hat, your Leicester I think, scarf. I think there all was, it was, it was only fans around. I can't are the semifinals in Wembley now? Or are they not? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, I they might I think, be. I think it was Wembley. Yeah, yeah, they so are. If it, if it was Wembley, then it, I think it's only fans from the London area who are it, allowed to go. It'd just be Arsenal fans, would. wouldn't it? Because that is our Wembley, home stadium, yeah. really. But Wembley? Yeah, more 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 so than the Emirates. <laughs> we win everything at Wembley. Well, maybe. Um, we, and then, we can uh, beat Chelsea at Wembley. Can't beat them in the Emirates. Well, there you go. Um, Leicester got to their first um, FA Cup final since 1969, hey. which is an absolutely astonishing stat. Um, I hope Leicester win, honestly. I think they deserve it. Um, imagine oh. that. Imagine thinking 15 years ago, Leicester in the next 10 years would win a Premier League and then five years later win an FA Cup. That. You wouldn't have thought it, would you? If they do, like Premier League winners, FA Cup winners, they're they're getting up though, the big boys. Like, I think, tro- top, I think Leicester, uh, Leicester, I'd say are a top six club now. I think they've taken Arsenal's place. <laughs> I think I think they've taken Tottenham's place. Maybe, maybe because because um, Tottenham aren't the top six club. They they were second in the league, about to win it, and then bottled it. They're the bottled club. Bad. They did. They did. They are. They are. Um, one more thing on the, on the Leicester game because there wasn't much that happened to be fair in the game but um, one thing that did happen was obviously um, Leicester scoring Ian Acho the bloke's got 10 goals and one assist in 7 games what, what, what's he eating like can I have some I don't know but whatever it is shouldn't be legal <laughs> He's just just pure natural talent. He's taken over from from Vardy and he's having an astounding career at the moment is he, is he an Acho English? he I think he's Nigerian, um, but there was talks of him appearing for England, but he decided not to, but he's Nigerian. No. Slightly unfortunate for being a national team. But um, yeah, he, he came through at City, had an astounding first season under Pellegrini in 15-16. Then Pep didn't fancy him. And he's sort of been very hot and cold every season until now. And then, yeah, ever, ever since like March here, he's been scoring goals left, right and centre. I mean, he got two goals and an assist in the FA Cup semi-final against United. Like, I don't know, he's he's... He's, he's something he's something else and if he, if he carries on this form then you know Leicester, Leicester aren't going to have to worry about um, Vardy's maybe drop in form because Iheanacho is picking up the slack yeah if, if Iheanacho can take this form into next season I could see him hitting 20-25 goals definitely yeah and then uh, the second uh, semi-final which is which was the first one but was Man City nil, Chelsea won, and Man C- thanks to Chelsea Man City cannot win the quad fucking get in there Man City can't even win the treble now they can't even win the proper fucking treble. But they can win a, shit a club. treble. They're a shit club with no history, and they can't win the treble. The club, the the, the the group of ninety nine will not be beaten. I literally texted Matt um, after this game happened on Saturday and just thanked him as if he had any influence on the um, on the game itself. I I haven't heard anything from Joe on this game. I, I think this is the only reason he's not on today. He's, he said he had a work thing, but I'm pretty sure it's just because we we're going to talk about this game. Ethiopia is crying. I think, I mean, in fairness to City, you could tell that they didn't care. Like City were, City are focusing one hundred percent on the Champions I, League. I put they? thirty quid on them to win the quad. I cared. Oh, <laughs> it makes it even better for me then. Man City can't win the treble, and you lose money. It's even better. Um, I think as much as I'd like to see Leicester win it, I think Chelsea are going to win it because I think they've got um, you know more of an ability to defend the lead and the defence is better and I think Chelsea got better depth as well so I think Chelsea are going to win it personally but Leicester have got a chance though 
Yeah, I I know Matt doesn't rate him, but Ziyech is really starting to get into the Premier League now. I think he's he's had his his teething period. Yeah, he he, he played well in this game. I think most of the, most of the Chelsea team in general were quite good. I mean, Kepper kept a clean sheet against Man City. Oh, was it Kepper That's... in goal? I was, I was trying to. I, was, I, I did watch the the first forty five minutes of the game, and I was like, who's that in goal for for Chelsea? Yeah, it was Kepper. Kepper It was Kepper. Yeah, kept a clean sheet against Manchester City. Oh, I'd, Chelsea should have scored early in the first half when a ball chipped in by Rhys James was volleyed by Chilwell. Mm. I think if it was Marcos Alonso on the volley, that would have rifled into the back of the net. Oh, yeah. He'd have put that top ends and then fucking walked off and then probably conceded a late goal when he switched off a left back. But, yeah, you know, yeah. that's Marcos Alonso in another show. Isn't ran it? his just... car into a tree, but that, that's just who he is. Or into a person. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, person dressed alleged. as a tree. Oh, it's not alleged. Alleged. Um, yeah, I mean, don't, We don't need no, to say allegedly, I don't think. No, I think he got convicted. Anyway, anyway, on to, um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. FA Cup final will be Chelsea versus uh, Leicester. Hopefully, there'll be more fans there again. Yeah, um, that will be on the 15th of May. Yeah. And yeah, I'd, I would love to see more fans there. Maybe, well, 15th of May. Oh, it's two days, that's, isn't that, it? 17th of May is when it all opens. But they, they, they might do another trial, might they? They might let, like, you know, fight like four or 10,000 fans in for this game and have some fans there, hopefully. Oh, yeah, I'd, that'd be great. I'd try and get some, some atmosphere into these games. I want fans back now. I'm getting bored of fucking. As much as I like hearing Maguire or Rashford call each other silly cunts in the middle of a game, I, I, uh, I, no, I really I, want... I really back. love hearing Rob Holding, though. He is Do superb. You? Do I love hearing him shout before, like... Just, 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 just before Raheem Sterling jumps over him and scores a header. No, no, no. I, I much prefer when he knocks over Traore and shouts, he's built like a brick shithouse for F. How's he gone down like that? Exactly. <laughs> that was one of the better moments, wasn't it? <laughs> that, that's one of the reasons I want him in the English team, Ethan. I want to mic him up and hear him shout those things that like Spanish players. Yeah, exactly. Mic him up for the games. <laughs> what would be even better was if the Spanish players don't understand English and they're turn on like, ¿Qué? ¿Qué? Pardon? Yeah, ¿Qué? <laughs> Anyway, right. um, moving on to the to the Premier League games. Yeah, we started off Everton Tottenham. Yeah, Everton two, Tottenham two, and to be fair, I expected the game to go that way because neither team have a great defense, do they? Yeah, Kane was very very good, but also very very lucky. He, do you see both scored, of the goals? Yeah, he scored. scored the same goal twice. Yeah, I mean. What was Mason Holgate doing for the first goal? He literally was doing like a crab walk on the floor while the ball, when the ball came in. <laughs> he, he, I think he expected the ball. Well, he, he was trying to guess where the ball was going to land for his header, and then the ball moved, and I think yeah. his, his back foot slipped and he fell to the ground. It was madness to watch. And Michael Keane twice had headers or shots deflected back into the path of Kane. And fair play for Kane because the actual finishes were really good. Yeah, like, they were. He, he, he could finish like better than any strikers I know, but he, he did get bloody fortunate um, with, those, with those goals. If Richarlison had that finishing, Everton could have won 4-2. Richarlison's really yeah. just not the player that Everton need. Yeah, he's very hot and cold, isn't he? I mean, he's still he's only like 22 years old, so he's got way you know potential yeah. to get better. But Gilfie yeah. Sigurdsson, um, oh, two, two, two great goals, his old club up, didn't they? <laughs> I mean, yeah, the penalty was brilliant, but the, the second goal was absolutely superb. Like to yeah, hit that on the run, I love those goals when as they well. hit them. Yeah, just like guide them in there, and I'm like, oh, that was bloody lovely. Yeah, I don't know Even how the they do port, it though, the, because the, 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 play. the way the ball hits, it hits his foot and then sort of slides, doesn't it? I think he like it almost jumps slightly and then angles his left foot, doesn't he? So it like just skims off of it into the oh, it, was, it was bloody lovely um and then also Sergi Reguillon um got a bit hot-headed didn't he in the penalty box for the first goal where uh, do, do you think it was a penalty oh I do because if James doesn't hit the floor I think Reguillon goes into the back of him anyway yeah I, I think I Reguillon does fair. make does make a mistake there but James was a was a superb buy by Everton 
Yeah, the only thing with him is if he stays or not, I think. The only issue he's got is his injury. He's very, pardon me, he's very injury prone. Yeah, very injury prone. Not not incredibly athletic, but he can. he's in Tony Cruz's ballpark of pinging balls. Oh yeah, his dribbling and his, well, not his, dribbling, his touch and his passing out of this world. And yeah, he's if they can keep him and Allen and a few other players fit for an entire season, they haven't do really well, but they've had quite a few injuries this season, which yeah, is the reason they're not as high as they are. But They've lost Dominic as well and he, he went a little bit cold. Maybe he was carrying that injury for a little while. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I mean, we didn't know it at the time, but it was also Jose's last game, wasn't it? It's, it's yes, the last it game was. in charge of Tottenham. I think. It, I mean, a two-all draw was quite. Um, I'll say, I was going to say a two-all draw was quite a high-scoring game for him, but I mean, it it wasn't like a two-all game in that Tottenham created anything. Tottenham just got really fucking lucky. Like, yeah. If if like, you know, if Michael Keane had a bit more luck that game, Everton would have came out like two or three nil winners, or a bit more intelligence. Well, yeah, true. Maybe that as well. What? What's, what? what are we we going to the Newcastle game now. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do Newcastle three, West Ham two, and but where's this Newcastle come from? This is not the Newcastle I'm used to seeing. They're scoring goals. Joe Linton scored again. I mean, okay, where does Newcastle come from? I mean, what was Fabianski doing today? I mean, as good as Newcastle yeah. were, Fabianski had an absolute oh, fucking Saint, nightmare today. St. Maximan's goal that went down as a Diop own goal. Like, oh, yeah. like That dribbles. That, that one's that... unlucky, to be fair, because, you know, it was more Diop and Fabianski getting unlucky for that one. I mean, it's poor communication from them and it's still a mistake. But the second one I thought was even the, worse. The Joe Linton one where he goes up to try and claim the ball from a corner. And then he it he grabs the ball, has it in his hands. And then when he falls down, he he, yeah. he windmills his arms a little bit, which you makes know which is, makes him drop the ball. It's flappy Hansky. It's flappy, flappy Hansky. Hansky has returned. He's back. Oh, I love he's, it. He's back again. Um, yeah, it, it was West Ham. I mean, they're almost out of the game before it even started. Fair play for them getting it back to two all because they had ten men. Like Craig Dawson went got sent off quite early on from a few rash tackles. And then after that, I mean, I think the handball call was correct for Kieran Clark, which. Lingard yeah, scored. I think, yeah, he, I think that was a correct decision, wasn't his it? His arm doesn't need to be there. No, no, it doesn't need to be there. And then um, who scored West Ham's other goal? I can't remember. It's, uh, it was probably from Lings. It's a Diop. Diop, Diop yeah. It was a corner, Diop, was it? Head the header, wasn't it? Yeah. He, he made up for his earlier fuck up. And then um, a brilliant goal line clearance from Ben Johnson as well, which he, you know, cleared right off the line. And then and then Arsenal Loney, Joe Willock. Joe Willock. Time I think this is the second time, header. isn't it? This is the second time yeah, he saved it. He scored a few goals for Newcastle. And like I said, as much as I thought Newcastle would go down, I said that if they, if they can get St. Maximan, Almiron and Wilson playing well together, which they are, you know, they've got a chance. And I think they'll, I think they're guaranteed to stay up now. I think Fulham, West Brom and Sheffield United are all down now. Yeah. And um, it is actually the Wolves-Sheffield United game now. So it was... Um, Five minutes. Um, I said five minutes. Sorry, five seconds. William Jose scored his first goal. Um, that was a goal from a goal line clearance, and not much else happened really. No, <laughs> and was... that mathematically, Sheffield United are relegated. I mean, no one was. Re- I, I could have told you that in fucking November. <laughs> let alone, let alone yeah, but, now. But in April. We've now, you know, we were all speculating up till now. Now it's confirmed. Yeah, it is. Well, um, can Wolves get top top half yet? Because they've had a very poor season, but I know they've picked up a few, like they've eked out a few results recently. I'm just gonna check where they are. On the they've got 41 points. Uh, Leeds and Aston Villa above them. I can't see them getting above Leeds and Aston Villa. Maybe above Aston Villa, but above Leeds, I'm not sure. Maybe not. Maybe I mean, 12 is not too bad considering the season they've had, and considering Jimenez is obviously still out with his injury. But yeah, that's awful. It's good is, for them. Yeah. Is, is he still trying to? Well, I'm getting. He's in training though, isn't he? I think he's like doing non-contact training and stuff but I'm guessing it's just when the doctors decide that he can you know yeah. take uh, an impact to the head again well, yeah, well the, not an impact to the head again but you know like from football like headers and stuff rather than you know 
He's, he's got to wear the head the the head gear, hasn't he? He's got to wear all that. Yeah, now. probably will do. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he'd rather he'd rather wear that and play than you know tire. Yeah, but whenever um, he sees David Luiz, he's gonna he's gonna get he's got the fear of God put in him now. David Luiz put probably. the fearing God in him. Maybe um, and then now. No, we're skipping this game. We're skipping. No, we're not skipping this game. (laughs) Captain Hector and the gang. Captain Hector. Uh, Why? Why give it to Hector Bellerin? You got Captain Hector and the gang. Um, managed to rescue a one-all draw against (laughs) Fulham. Oh my. I don't know what to say, honestly. I don't know. I mean, what to say. Again, we came out and we had no shooting boots. You, uh, I mean, Danny Tobias disallowed goal because back, uh, Bakary Saka's toenail was offside. Yeah, uh, Bakayo Saka. Bakayo Saka. I think I've seen Bakary Sanya. Zachary <laughs> Bagner. That's the one. Yeah, Saka was was a toenail offside. So the the great goal I mean, from from Danny was. The- the stats I've got here: Arsenal seventy percent possession, eighteen shots, and five on target, but only scored one. I mean, in fairness to you, Pepe should have probably scored. That save from Ariola's toe was absolutely out of this world, wasn't it? I mean, Pepe just gets his head to it and and expects it to go. You've got to get some power. You've got to get your neck muscle into it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, maybe he should have done better, but I think you know yeah, Ariola was brilliant this game. I think Lacazette's picked up an injury now. Yeah, which might put him out for the rest of the season. Well, if, if Nick Nketiah is scoring, he might, you know, maybe he should come up and he, he might replace him. Or Martinelli I think he should. Of Martinelli or Nketiah, I really do think that both of them can do a job yeah. both, as our number nines. Do you think it was a penalty? <sighs> no, no, I really don't. I, it's oh, it's a really soft one. I mean, all Gabriel does is give the the Fulham player a pedicure. Really? Yeah, it it doesn't really because he 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 doesn't peed him, but he doesn't really touch him at all does he yeah it's he does step on the on the end of his boot but i don't it's not enough for him to go down the way he does i, I can't say it's not a penalty there is contact in the box the player goes it's a down soft one though, isn't it? it's soft really really soft but yeah i mean oh, what we'll give arsenal credit for is um matt ryan um the bloke almost got an assist do you see that the um the late goal you scored matt ryan winning the flick on header yes Apparently- yeah He's only like six foot or six one. He's quite a short keeper, and he wins a flick on, which Arsenal then score from. But was holding would that should that have been given offside? No, he doesn't touch the ball. The, the rule isn't that he touches the ball. It, 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 if it's deemed that he interferes with play, is didn't, the rule offside? Did, didn't interfere with play. Ball he was right in front of the fucking. No. He was literally next to the keeper. Yeah, but Rob Holding's only little. Yeah, he doesn't impede vision. He's six two. He's in. <laughs> He's, he's what I mean. He, he's not like a brick shit house because that's a diamond Troy way. But you yeah. know, he's, maybe he, yeah, he knocked maybe. down the brick shit house. <laughs> maybe maybe it'd been unfair to give it because he didn't actually make. As much as he moved towards the keeper, he didn't. He didn't stick a leg out. He probably didn't he even know where the ball was. Maybe not, but I don't know. I mean, the keeper makes it, the save. I think if that shot goes in, it might be given offside. But the keeper makes maybe, the save. Maybe, maybe. But I mean, anyway, anyway you, you came out with a draw. You're still in ninth. Um, but you, you can't beat Fulham. No, we can't. Even though we beat them 3-0 at the start of the season. It's because we didn't have William. If we had William playing, we might have beaten them 3-0 again. That's the only time you're ever going to say that <laughs> this season <laughs> is I wish William was playing. I've got a bit of bile in my mouth after saying it, to oh, be fair. Nice. Yeah. Uh, moving on to our final Premier League game today. Because, yeah, we've still got a bunch of Premier League games that haven't played because scheduling is shit. Yeah, Manchester... We've, 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 I was going to say, we've, we've got Leeds versus Liverpool going on about... 
20 minutes down the road from where I'm currently am. So, oh, can you hear them? Can you can you hear um through me screaming? No. no, I can't do anything because it's far enough away that it's. I mean, in fairness, I was thinking about going down there to see if there's any more protests outside the stadium, but I can't be asked to walk down. Now nah, you might get hit by a bottle. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I might get bottled by someone, or if someone could hear me on this podcast and might you know attack me yeah. <laughs> after I was slagging off Liverpool <laughs> earlier. Well, let, let's slag off Burnley, shall we? Because it was Manchester United three, Burnley one. Oh, that oh, did you, did you see the first goal. Oh, that was yes. bloody like Rashford that, just that, left Loton dead. It should be an assist for Bruno. In. Oh yeah, like other way, you almost went to go for it and then just stopped dead. And I went, oh, I, I loved it. I I absolutely I, fucking loved it. He, he, he just knows exactly what he's doing there. That's a pass. He makes a pass yeah. by not touching it. It should be a... It's an assist for Rashford, but it should be an assist for Bruno. No I mean, doubt. Fairness, I, think, I think both of them deserved it because Rashford's run where he knocks it past Loughton, goes down the entire wing and then knocks it in. Yeah. He's, un, he's only got one shoulder as well, hasn't he? He's only got the right shoulder. It's, 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 it's got one shoulder and one ankle apparently this season, so it's mad that he manages to do that. Imagine Rashford when he's not injured. He's, he's been the best fucking winger in the world um, that's, that's probably he, an exaggeration definitely there, an exaggeration we've got a name um, somewhere can I just bring up something as well Mason Greenwood yeah everyone this season has been talking about you know Greenwood's uh, not hitting the same heights as he hit last season um, he's he, he's not the same player that he was in 500 less minutes than Bakayo Saka he now has the same goals and assists as him yeah I mean Bakayo Saka's just not a goal scorer no but Greenwood's got 9 goals and 6 assists whereas Saka's got I think Seven and five and seven or five and eight or something. I can't remember what these exact stats are, but they've, they've both got 15 goals and assists this season. And Greenwood's played 500 less minutes. And I'm not saying that either player is better than the other, although I still think Greenwood's better than Saka. Of course, you um, but it, it's just the fact that everyone was saying that like Saka's Arsenal's like you know golden grace. He's saving their season, this, that, and the other. Whereas Mason Greenwood, in his worst season that he's had after his mate committed suicide and he had the whole England scandal. He's then still put up the same stats as him. I don't know what to tell you, Ethan. Um, <laughs> don't, I think Greenwood's better. But don't, you know. don't know what to say. But yeah, I mean, Greenwood on that right-hand side, I, d- I don't feel like at the start of the season he was really given a chance. Yeah, I think after the whole England, like, like you mentioned, like he had the whole England thing. Um, oh yeah, where he, he brought prostitutes up to, to his hotel room, didn't he? It wasn't the prostitutes, it was, it was, it was Instagram models. Oh, it was Instagram <laughs> models. Oh, okay, sorry. It was, but basically him and Foden messaged some Icelandic Instagram models on international duty and got them back to his room. And then obviously Phil Foden, it was forgotten about a week later and then Greenwood was bullied. Well, not bullied, but he was pounded by the press for months afterwards. I'm surprised because, it, sorry, which one's married? I thought Phil Foden was married with a child. Yeah, Foden was the one who's got yeah. a misses and a so, kid. I'm, I'm Greenwood was single at the time. I'm surprised that Foden was the one that got more stick. One of well, the reason it was because the British press is racist and hates the young, good black players, so they decided to go and target Greenwood instead of Foden. Yeah, yeah, we we do uh, know the the English press hates black people allegedly. Yeah, do we have to? Alleged- I think uh, definitely allegedly I, there. I I don't know. I think. You know, the treatment Raheem Sterling got for most of his career probably proves our point. <laughs> but um, anyway, I mean, in fairness for Greenwood, he was absolutely brilliant this game. And I'd, I'd argue that as much as Greenwood's goal-scoring stats aren't as good, he's definitely more of a complete player this season. Um, his passing's a lot better. He's a lot more mature now. Um, and yeah, I mean, he had a pretty he, good game. He got the assist to Cavani. Did, no, he didn't, did he? Last week it was. He got the assist last week. Last yeah. week. Van Der Beek got the assist this week for Cavani. Um, one thing that you'll actually like about this game is someone finally moved the fridge. The fridge was moved out of the way. Do you see Tarkowski's goal? Yeah, I did. His header. The fridge was shoved. Tarkowski got hold of that fridge and fucking shoved him to the floor and scored the header. I mean, it Picked was... him up. It meant nothing. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah. But, but it made me feel better. Like the fridge is movable. Exactly. It, it, it It's not that... The fridge isn't as heavy as it once was. No, no, that, that's good. Maybe the fridge can, can start learning to run as well. But, um, I mean, in fairness to United, we are now only... Eight points behind City now. Only eight points. Exactly. It's not insurmountable. 
it is I swear you know. to Christ, if United win this, if if City get knocked, we're eight points behind with eight games left to go. If City get knocked out Champions League, they've been knocked out of the FA Cup. If they lose the League Cup to Tottenham and United go in front of them in the league. Will Pep implode? Will Pep actually just disappear? I mean, if you look at our run-ins for the rest of the season, what does City have? Uh, we're going through City have Aston Villa. Um, so I'm just talking about league. Um, they've got Aston Villa on the 21st of April. And they've got Palace, Chelsea, Newcastle, Brighton and Everton. So they, they, there's at least one or two teams that can beat them there. United have got Leeds. Oh, Liverpool. Liverpool. Aston Villa. Leicester. Fulham and Wolves. Manchester United definitely have the the more difficult. We've got the harder run in, but if we can get a result, I'd say against Leeds and Liverpool and then go into those last four games of the season. I mean, getting the results against Aston Villa, Leicester and Wolves is a struggle as well. I mean, Essentially, we have to win every single game of the season. And we're not going to do that. But, you know, if we do, I will, I don't know, tweet a picture of my bollock. No, you will not. I won't. No, no one wants to see that. <laughs> no one wants to see it. We're, we'll come hey, over what? a forfeit for you. If United will, do end up winning the league, we'll bring I a forfeit. I will donate. If we win the league, I'll donate 20 quid to a um, charity associated with Liverpool FC. Does that sound fair? <laughs> I have to donate 20 yeah. quid to a Liverpool charity. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. We're, we've all heard that on there the podcast. Go. And there you go. I think that might be the end of today's podcast. I think it is. Yeah, we've we've gone through through all our, our European games, FA Cup, Premier League. Uh, hopefully, this time we might remember to do the rest of the Premier League games next week. But we can't make any promises. No, I think by that point we've forgotten about the Monday and Tuesday games. But definitely next week, I think we'll cover off the midweek games because we'll actually remember those ones this time. Yeah, let's hope so, and let's see if we can actually watch them. Yes. Thank you all for listening. I have been <laughs> Chuck the Arsenal fan. Ethan's been the United fan. I have, and it's been a pleasure. We'll see you next time.
The Three Nil Podcast is just opinions of three people and sometimes a guest about football. The content of this show is provided for educational and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended to disrupt or harm anyone in any way. You shouldn't make your own assumptions based on things that have been said in our podcast without undertaking your own research first. Any music we have used is thanks to no copyright sounds. You can find them on YouTube by searching NCS or going to HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash www.youtube.com forward slash user forward slash no copyright sounds. Thanks for listening to the Three Nil Podcast. If you have enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing to our Patreon at Freenil Podcast or following our Twitter and Instagram accounts, which are also at Freenil Podcast. Thank you and see you next week.